Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Welcome to our Supernatural Friday podcast. Pastor Tim Karskadden here, Christian Center Report, doing our favorite podcast of the week as we find supernatural stories to encourage you to the power of God. What is impossible with man is possible with God. Today we have a testimony of a hopeless situation where God reversed it and brought forth life. All right, let's listen to it. Shabbat Shalom. You made it. TGIF, right? Thank God it's Friday. We should thank God it's Monday, Tuesday, and every every day, but we are especially thankful today. It is the 23rd day of February 2024, and we're doing another Supernatural Friday podcast, finding supernatural stories to encourage and build you up to the power of God to restore anything that's been taken from you. Well, I have a great testimony I found today of a woman that had a diagnosis that made her barren, and God was faithful. So we'll play that here in a second. I want you to be open to what God is doing right now. If we ever needed God to open our spiritual wombs, it's now. So let this be a testimony to anything that's blocking you from birthing what God has called you to birth in the earth. Let this be a testimony that not only just goes to natural but goes to the Spirit as well. It is a mighty time that God wants to expand and stretch into another layer, a level of where he wants us to be. So listen to this testimony, and I'm going to pray for you on the backside that God would make you open to birth what God has put in your life as well. God bless. Listen to this testimony. Why? Why would you give me this desire if it's just going to be repeated deaths? Like it just felt horrible. Sophie Rund still gets emotional when she thinks back on the hardships she and her husband Joe have endured. They had dreams of having a large family, but an ultrasound revealed Sophie had stage 4 endometriosis, a disease in the uterus causing cysts, scar tissue, and infertility. This is something that she'll have her entire life, and from that diagnosis, you know, both understood that, you know, the life that we ourselves had planned, um, was gonna look a little different. I remember coming home to her parents' house actually, and we just went up to went up to her room and both just cried for hours. <laughs> just not really knowing um, you know, what the future was gonna hold. Sophie had laparoscopic surgery to remove the cysts in her uterus, which would make getting pregnant a possibility. So I had family and friends praying for me through that. When the surgery came, like I just knew that it was gonna be a doorway to ultimately a family. So I was like, I'll do anything. I had the surgery and it was super successful. Four months after surgery, Sophie was pregnant. They soon welcomed their son Brooks into the world. The labor and delivery and even the whole pregnancy was just amazing. Like the process was so smooth and quick and just an awe of like the perfect little seven pound guy. Hoping their troubles were behind them, 
They soon tried to have a second child. Unfortunately, a series of miscarriages dampened their hopes for adding to their family. I just remember just laying on my bathroom floor, just pretty hopeless. To know that that can be like a repeated thing was just like, how do I really move on? They returned to her doctor for another exam. Now more bad news. Endometriosis had returned and was worse than before. Cysts and a blocked fallopian tube made getting pregnant impossible. I was just a mess and I went upstairs and I just laid flat on my face. And I was like, Lord, like I today am giving this to you. This was like a change of heart. Like almost my desire for Jesus and what he wanted became bigger than my desire for a big family. In that moment, I got up and I just saw the world differently. Like the, and I still, like I've never gone back. They planned to start in vitro fertilization, which would require Sophie to have her fallopian tubes removed, preventing her ability to conceive naturally. Once again, they asked for prayer from friends and family. Then a Christian friend shared a dream she'd had about Sophie. The dream was that my sister and I were pregnant together, and she's like, you were really close. We were celebrating with our family and friends. We had like a big baby shower, and we were just big and pregnant together. And I was like, that gave me hope. I'm like, well, maybe IVF will work the first time, and we'll get to be pregnant together. With a renewed sense of hope, they scheduled the IVF procedure. Then, the night before the surgery, you know what, I'm just gonna take a pregnancy test because you just never know. I had seen so many negative tests and I'm like, I know it'll be negative, but just wanna like rule it out. And I looked down and I was like, oh my, I mean, it was the most positive pregnancy test. I was like, oh my, I screamed. I woke up the whole house. I was supposed to be at the hospital like five hours later to report in for surgery. And I was like, well, oh my God. And I, I truly, based on the ultrasound, like this was impossible. It looked impossible. Then at her next ultrasound, Sophie was given miraculous confirmation regarding the cysts and blocked fallopian tube. I see in your chart that you had those and I'm not seeing any on your, she's like, you're over it. Like everything looks great and normal. And I'm like, And Joe was with me, and I'm just looking at him. She could even tell the side the baby implanted on, which was the side that was blocked, my left side. And so it was just that, after that scan, I remember that was at eight weeks. I remember being like, this is a true miracle. Like, the cysts are gone. Like, these have to be surgically removed. They don't just go away. Months later, Sophie delivered Palmer Hope, a healthy baby girl. Today, she is a reminder that God still performs miracles and hears the cries of our hearts. I remember when we like locked eyes for the first time and it was just like, she instantly calmed and I I just felt like I had known her forever. Like it was just such a, I'll never forget that moment. It was such a special moment and I have treasured every single day with her. You know, I think what both Sophie and I learned is you know, just to put our, our trust, put our hope in the Lord. And, um, you know, he's blessed us tremendously. The fact that he cares about me and my life that much. Like, I'm just so thankful that he healed me and brought me these two beautiful babies. Like, I just can't, I cannot believe it. 
Really, it's just a reminder every time we look at her, you know, her laugh, her giggle. You know, that's that's the Lord and that's the gift that He's given us, thankfully, um, to love and cherish for the rest of our lives. I'm just so thankful every day. And I've just seen the goodness of the Lord so tangibly that it has just changed my life forever. Well, I agree with that. When God touches you like that, you are changed forever. I always feel that in my own life, but even people I pray for, when you've had a miracle like this, you have a greater faith for the next miracle, for the next breakthrough. You're going to have difficulties. This is the life we live. The scriptures are very clear that that's our portion. You can't deny that that's going to come in your way, but your way. But what you do is you say, God, you have been faithful and your goodness is faithful to me. I'm going to lean on your goodness in this next situation. As we have taught you over and over, you build your house on the rock because when the storm comes, as Jesus said, so it's coming. And the matter of the season that we're in right now, we know it's coming. We've been bringing warnings long enough to you that you should know we have prepared this company of people to not be surprised by difficulties, but to turn a difficulty into an opportunity, an opportunity for God's goodness to prevail. Would you believe that with me? Wow. And then the prophetic just helped guides us. I think that's the Issachar anointing. I was listening to a testimony of a man that was taken to heaven, and he talked about the river of God that flows through the eastern gate and it flows to earth. He saw it flowing. And I thought of the eastern gate. Obviously, Jesus is going to come through that gate, but it also speaks of where the tribe of Issachar was. So the river, Revelation, flows through Issachar, which is to know the times and seasons and what to do. That's what we are trying to build here on this platform. These testimonies only help us in putting our reliance and our faith and our hope in his goodness. Let's not try to make it any other way. Let's not try to open it in any other uh, capacity other than to let God's open heavens flow through us and to us for what we have need of. Now, this testimony of being barren is many women's testimony that uh, you're born, ladies, you're born with this passion to desire to bring forth life in the earth. And that, that came from the garden that, that the, the first woman would produce the Messiah uh, through the lineage of a female so that he would crush the head of the serpent. And that's what Jesus did when he came. Adam failed, but Jesus did not. And that we have our hope in today. And this barrenness is a, a thing that obviously she had a physical diagnosis, but God can supersede a physical diagnosis. When the faith comes, you need a word from the Lord, but when you get it, stand and fight with that word. I have seen personally that, that exact issue healed uh, twice uh, that we've prayed for people with that issue and have seen them uh, have a child. We, I remember years ago, we had a young lady that she wanted to have a child. She had remarried and she didn't have a, uh, she'd lived in sin, gave her life to the Lord, remarried, and wanted to have a child with her new husband, but they couldn't get pregnant. She was diagnosed with endometriosis, went to a meeting. We prayed, we prayed, got a word of knowledge in the meeting that uh, endometriosis was going to be healed, and she put her faith in that, 
And when that word came that night, uh, she went back and tracked the days. I'm not trying to be uh, weird or anything, but she actually believes without a doubt she was, she conceived that child that very night. And I love that when God heals, there's no need to wait. (laughs) So take that word. Then I also had another young lady that uh, was diagnosed, never could have children uh, because of that issue. And not only did she, we prayed and decreed that, but not only did she have a child, she had twins, a double blessing uh, for that miracle of being healed. So you today, whatever you need healing of, I'm telling you, when Jesus healed you, immediately you have the capacity to produce life out of anything that's been barren. Now, we've been praying for our nations, praying for our families, that breakthrough would come and that God would birth something new in the earth. And this is a testimony today in the natural that I think is speaking of the supernatural and the spiritual realm that we're in right now. We have got to get the church to a place that, that she, the birth, the, the ecclesia, births a new move of God, an awakening, a revival. We need that. So I want to speak fertility in the spirit. How about that? That you would be impregnated with the vision that God's given you, the things he's asked you to do, the things he's promised you, that if you've been barren and not seen that fruitful, let's believe today that this is going to be a fruitful day. Now, if you have a diagnosis like this that says you can't have something or do something in your life, she couldn't have children. Maybe you have a diagnosis you can't do certain things in your life because of your diagnosis. Let's believe that what God did for her, he'll do for you. That's what the spirit of prophecy is. It's a testimony of Jesus. So this testimony of what Jesus did for this young lady and her husband is a prophecy to you that you too can have your miracle. So on this Supernatural Friday, I'm going to pray with you that whatever you have a heart for and whatever God's put on your heart, I should say, you actually have, some of you have prophetic words and and declarations and decrees that you have believed are very clear from the Lord that we would see this thing conceive and birth forth life. And look at their story about how now, when every time she looks at that child, she remembers the goodness of God. And that's what a miracle does for you. It reminds you, if you've been blessed with something, you God bless you with a home or a car, you know, every time you get in it, just, man, well, I am blessed. The goodness of God did this. I didn't deserve this. God did it for me. That's just natural things. Imagine the physical things, the spiritual things, how much greater they are. Father, I pray for everybody right now that has heard this testimony. If they're barren in any area of their life, that, Lord, they have a passion to birth something, but it's barren. I speak to it, and I speak life, conception from heaven, that what they are believing for in the heart, God, you would birth it in the natural. Lord, I thank you for your goodness that you don't want your children bearing, but you want them to birth life and everything you put in them and for them. I decree that today, and let this testimony be fire and faith for them in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Shabbat Shalom. Well, thanks again for listening to our Shabbat Shalom podcast. We're so thankful you joined us this week. Listen to all our daily podcasts. Many of you listen every day. Thank you so much. Thank you for the letters and the comments you send to us. 
concerning this. Uh, anything you have, go to our website or our app, especially our app, if you have prayer requests, or if you want to sow into the ministry, there's a giving app there as well. We're so thankful for your partnership with us, bringing the prophetic word of the Lord into the earth for a time such as this. God bless you. Shabbat shalom. Have a great weekend. I know she has a different style, but I do feel like Cindy was hearing from the Lord. I love the Council of Prophets, getting many people to be a part of that. I pray this encourages you. We have prayer to pray that goes with everything we've said this week about our power of intercession. So let's pray, press into these words. Let's avoid a world war. Let's see Christ reign in every area. Lord, I bless everybody listening today. May they have a great weekend. Come back again next week. We love you guys. Shabbat Shalom.